The Cincinnati Bengals have the third toughest schedule only behind the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. And the question remains, will the Bengals regress this upcoming season or will they impress? Let's talk about it. What's up, Hootay Nation? It's the 513 on the Cincinnati Podcast. I am your host, Just Eric, and I am very ecstatic to be here today. Shout out to Ace and Zim for bringing me on the team. I cannot express how happy I am to be a part of Cincinnati um, and talk to you about the Bengals. So who, what is the 513 Podcast? We are a podcast under Cincinnati that will talk about the Bengals, uh, react on Mondays for you. You can catch us every Monday talking about your Bengals from here on out. So looking forward to talking about the team with you. Looking forward to uh, going on this journey as part of one of the Who Day faithful. And uh, look, we, we got a great show today. Today is a beautiful Monday. Happy Memorial Day out there to all of those who have served in our military and folks who are serving today. Can't express how thankful we are for you all. Um, but I want to get to the show. So the Cincinnati Bengals, like I said, have the third toughest schedule this year, right? And uh, is it unusual for the team that makes it to the Super Bowl to have a tough schedule? Not even. Um, so it's it's very, really actually very normal that folks that have made it to the Super Bowl have a tough schedule. So the Bengals have earned themselves a great schedule <laughs> uh, with a lot of premier matchups. They play Dallas. Um, they play the Buffalo Bills. They have a very, very exciting schedule. On top of playing those premier teams, they also have five primetime games. Five time prime games, which we have not seen for this team in a long time. So very excited to see that they got five primetime games. What does that mean about our team? What does that mean about the Cincinnati Bengals from here going forward? What it means is that the NFL is taking notice of this team and uh, people want to watch these boys play. They know that, that they have some swag. They want to see if they're the real deal. And uh, they're going to have the opportunity to show it on Sundays and uh, and under the big lights, right? They got five primetime games. Of course, the NFL gave us three away primetime games and two primetime games, which in my opinion stinks. But um, beggars can't be choosers. And not that the Bengals are begging, but the more opportunity you get to play under the bright lights, just the more notoriety you get in the national media. So very excited for this team and what we got going forward for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, I think it's, I think it's a lot to be excited for. Now, when you look at the Bengals schedule, you notice that the front half of their schedule, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's a little bit lighter than the back half. And when I say lighter, I mean, the opponents may not be as stiff. You got the jets. Um, you got teams in the, in the beginning half that, are still trying to find out their identity uh, as a team. And the Bengals coming into the season, they know who they are. They're reigning AFC North champs and AFC champs overall. And uh, really for the Bengals, it should just be about getting that continuity back, getting that chemistry back, and continuing to build on what we already have done last season. So the back half of the, the, back half of the schedule, very tough, right? They got Buffalo. The Ravens, uh, it's just all in all, the Chiefs, 
the back half of the schedule is very tough. And it's going to be really, once they get back from that bye week, it's going to be playoff-like atmosphere, much like this past season, where really it felt like every single game that they played, uh, dating back to when they first played the Raiders, was a playoff game. So something that we're used to as a team, something that the team is used to playing, um, playing in those type of environments. So I think it'll be very exciting. But no doubt about it, the back half of the Bengals' schedule is extremely tough. And uh, it's a schedule that really, you know, it will uh, is going to challenge them late in the season. But I think it's a challenge the team will be up to. And I think this is an opportunity for this team to earn respect of not us, the fans, the Bengals fans. We respect this team. We know what this team is capable of and uh, we know what they can do. But it's an opportunity for them, again, to show the national media that they are for real and not they're here to stay. So. I think this schedule is going to, in my opinion, play right into the Bengals' hands, and I think this is exactly what they wanted. So one of my favorite matchups of the of the schedule, um, just looking at it, I really do like the Dallas Cowboys game, but week five, I'm really looking forward to Cincy traveling to Baltimore to play in primetime. I think that's a phenomenal matchup for one reason. I want to see Joe Burrow own the Baltimore Ravens again. It's been a lot of talk on spaces, uh, a lot of talk about injuries and how that played a factor in, you know, Joe Burrow and the Bengals dominating the Ravens last season. And, for you know, not going to say injuries didn't have a play in it, but injuries were not the sole reason that the Bengals dominated that team. So looking forward to that matchup. The Bengals will be on the road week five. And I think, you know, this is going to be a game where a lot of people are watching and another opportunity for the Bengals to make a statement. So with this tough schedule, right, a lot of the national media members and really NFL fans across the league have really latched on to this regression talk, right? It started really kind of right after the season. Oh, this team is going to regress. This team, no way this team can be the same team that they were this past season. And in one hand, I understand a little bit what the national media is saying. But the other hand, I'm looking at this team and and what they're built to do, and I'm saying regression. What do they mean by regression? So I had to look it up, right? And I had to look up the definition of regression. I think I was in a spaces with Joe Goodberry, and he actually said the same exact thing. I actually had to look it up. And uh, regression is returning to a former or lesser development state. And when I hear that definition – That does not sound like this team, right? (laughs) That does not sound like a Bengals team that is young, that is hungry, that just came off a Super Bowl loss that probably left a bad taste in their mouth. But all in all, it just does not sound like this team. And I think when you look at, you know, the regression and what these national media members are talking about and what fans are talking about across the league, when they say, hey, A lot of teams that make it to the Super Bowl or teams that go to the Super Bowl and lose, they never make it back to the Super Bowl, which when you look at the data, there is some supporting data there that shows about the Super Bowl slump. But a lot of teams, when you look back the last 15 years, teams that had continuity at the quarterback position, at the head coaching position, those teams had an opportunity, maybe the season following, they didn't make it right back to the Super Bowl, but those teams typically 
made another appearance in the Super Bowl. So I don't think it's outrageous to think that this team probably could come back this season and make a trip to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to be tough, no doubt about it, because they got a, tar- a target painted on their back, most notably by probably by the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills. But I do not believe that it's impossible for this team to make a run back at the championship. I think they're going to make the, the playoffs for sure. Um, I do think that for sure. But I don't think it's also far-fetched to say, hey, this team probably could be back in the Super Bowl, if not this upcoming season, the next season. You have continuity. You have Joe Burrow at the helm, who has has gained that experience in the playoffs, a win-or-go-home type environment. And really, when you're talking about the playoffs, it's really about finding a way to win. And as we saw this past season, that is something that the Bengals did so often that people, outsiders, could not understand or fathom how this team kept finding a way to win. I think it actually caught so many people by surprise that this team was just finding a way to win. Typically, when teams find a way to win like that, that's championship bloodline. And what Zach Taylor has done, I got to give kudos to Zach Taylor and Duke Tobin. They have brought in guys who have been a part of championship teams and literally built the foundation of this team with young, youthful talent and then injected veterans that have championship bloodline, that understand what it takes to win a Super Bowl, that understand what it takes to to win and have that winning culture in a team. For instance, when you're talking regression, right, because this is what everybody's saying, this is what all the national media members are throwing around, the Cincinnati Bengals went out, right, as soon as free agency hit, They signed Alex Kappa, right? They signed Ted Karras. Then they signed Leo Collins, right? Three guys that are going to come in, help the Bengals at the position where they needed support the most on the offensive line to be successful. Those are players right there that I think, in my opinion, of course, the Bengals didn't have a a huge splash in free agency um, in a national media sense. But from a Bengals fan perspective, That was a huge free agency move. Those were huge free agency moves, and those players that they got are going to contribute to this team making another championship run. And I think, in my opinion, when you look at the Bengals from the outside looking in, everything they did this upcoming season has put them in a position to be better than they were last season, Um, excluding Jesse Bates because, again, the Jesse Bates saga is going on. He hasn't signed the franchise tender yet, so we don't know if he's going to play uh, or if he's going to, um, you know, hold out. We're not we're not quite sure on what he's going to do. But outside of the free safety position, look, everybody's coming back. They have continuity, and this team is prepared and really looks like a team that is ready to compete and go back out there with the same guys that they had last year and a couple more folks, key pieces that can help them win and compete for a championship. So I don't see this team regressing. In fact, I see this team impressing and being better than they were last season. I even think that Daxton Hill, um, I know Jesse Bates is a phenomenal safety, but I think Daxton Hill with the right coaching and the right training can be a phenomenal free safety if coached up by Lou Anarumo, which I know Lou Anarumo is a phenomenal coach and going to pour a lot of information into Dax, um, going to help him get ready, going to use him right. And then lo and behold, Daxton Hill's playing right next to Von Bell, which 
He is Von Bell, in my opinion, is super underrated. I think Von Bell can bring Daxton Hill up and help him be a better safety altogether. So do I think the Bengals will regress or impress? I kind of said it earlier, um, but I see the Bengals impressing. I see them being a better team. I see them being a more complete team. I see them being more dangerous on defense. And I see Joe Burrow potentially being an MVP candidate, if not win it. So I think this team's going to be a lot better. The AFC definitely got tougher. But I think when overall you're looking at the Bengals and what they could be this coming season, there's no reason not to believe that this team's going to take a step forward in the right direction. So for me, the Bengals will impress. Hootay Nation, I appreciate you tuning in. You can catch us every Monday on the 513 on the Winsonetti Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a beautiful Monday, and we'll catch you next time.